0: morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Damian Lillard uh, is in all kinds of going through some stuff in Portland. Do the Lakers have a chance at landing someone who feels like the perfect point guard to play alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis? Phil Anschutz just sold his stake in the Lakers, sold them to a Dodgers Owner, And that might mean some cool stuff for those of you who have had trouble watching both teams on cable. And Jason Kidd might be pulling some assistant coaches away from the Lakers to join him in Dallas. We start with the Damian Lillard situation in Portland. Apparently there's been enough backlash to John C. Billups as a potential head coach for the Portland Trailblazers after there was backlash to... Damian Lillard naming Jason Kidd as the coach he would like to take over out there in Portland. Uh, that means in both of those guys, obviously we know about Jason Kidd's legal history. Uh, Chauncey Bellops, uh, a couple decades ago, did have a a rape allegation against him and settled out of court. There were no there were no legal uh, charges levied against him, uh, unlike Kidd. Uh, but in both cases, the fan base came out very loud and very strong against both of those guys as candidates, or in Chauncey Billups' case, as the favorite uh, who the Portland Trailblazers were, were actually negotiating with, uh, according to Woj. And I think, based off of how these things have gone and some of the exchanges Damian Lillard has had on Twitter this is the first time he's received any criticism in Portland especially from that fan base and he hasn't taken it very well there are a few angles to discuss on this one and i'm going to start with the role that Damian Lillard's responsibility over the over the franchise and and his power over the franchise Uh, is playing in this, and we're seeing this across the NBA now, where NBA players, are, especially superstars, are being increasingly empowered to make decisions across various organizations. The Lakers are seen as a branch of the clutch agency because of the amounts of power LeBron holds over the organization. And, And in the case of the Lakers, they have found a nice balance between uh, the, the, in, in the power dynamics throughout the, uh, throughout the franchise, these things becoming new uh, for various franchises have led to some hiccups. When You saw it in Dallas where Luka Doncic was sick of uh, the, Im- the input that uh, Bob Ogaris was having out there and he apparently got sick of playing for Rick Carlisle and wanted a more player-friendly coach. And now he has Jason Kidd. And it's, uh, it's interesting, you know, the two things to notice there are two differences or one major difference there is that in Portland, you have a fan base that is a lot more societally aware and, and societally conscious. And I think in, in the case of the Dallas Mavericks, you didn't hear as loud an outcry from the fan base about Jason Kidd. Uh, and, and that has made it easier for Luca, who maybe prefers... Kid, and it has made it easier for Dirk. I think Dirk is a better comparison here. Dirk spent his entire career with the Dallas Mavericks, steps in there, and his first bit of input from the new consulting gig that he now has there was to vouch for Jason Kidd, and he hasn't caught any of the heat that Damian Lillard did when his first bit of input, and in this case, was to vouch for Jason Kidd and Chauncey Billups. And look, I think those who are pointing out that this was something in Chauncey Billups' case that happened 20-plus years ago, uh, and, and there are those saying that it's not fair to expect Damian Lillard to know about that and to be aware of that and take that into account when he says that he wants Billups to be his head coach. Uh, there were the reports from Chris Haynes that <laughs> Damian Lillard was not actually involved in the coaching ser- search, like, sure thing, Chris. Absolutely, everybody believes that. Uh, but but regardless, you have, in this case, a, a star who is uh, accepting a lot more responsibility across the organization and with that comes accountability. And look, if any manager hires somebody with a legal background, a a legal, uh, legally questionable background, what you tend to have happen there is that person who made that hiring or the person who made the recommendation tends to get questioned a little bit. Like, how did you overlook that? And that's how it should go. If it that that keeps people honest in their recommendations or in the input that they make on some of these decisions. And if players want to be more empowered, then they have to also accept the accountability that comes with it. And I think in this case here with Damian Lillard, this is the first bit of scrutiny he's faced there, and he hasn't liked it very much. And now it's leading potentially to him asking out of Portland. What does that mean for the Lakers? Well, that's where it gets a little interesting. Now, as it stands right now, Damian Lillard is heading into the first year of a four-year mega extension that by the time it, it reaches its conclusion, that last player option there is going to be for, I believe, nearly $40 million. So that is going to be complicated moving forward for whatever team uh, lands Damian Lillard. It's great to, to, to land the superstar now. But when you are doling out that kind of money to a point guard uh, who is a little smaller and isn't the best defender, that's going to kind of tie your hands in terms of what you're going to be capable of doing moving forward. Now, for a team like the Lakers, where their window of opportunity is, is, is directly upon them, that doesn't matter so much. What can the Lakers do? to go out there and, and and secure a championship next season as it pertains to Damian Lillard, they are going to need a little bit of help. They need him to come out and say uh, I, he wants out of Portland and that he would only want to go to the Lakers or to the Knicks, the kind of thing that we saw from Anthony Davis and the kind of things that we've seen from players, superstars, who have asked out and and found their way to the Lakers. And even then, if Damian Lillard says he only wants to go to the Lakers, he only wants to go to the Knicks, uh, that still might not stop some teams from going out and getting somebody who can't actually force their way out after they arrive there. It isn't an Anthony Davis situation where uh, when he was traded, he was about to be a free agent the following offseason. And he told teams and his, his, his team told teams that, you could trade for me, but I'm only going to be there that one year. So you got to be careful about what you give up in that kind of a trade. In the case of Damian Lillard, Portland might be able to to benefit a little bit from the contract that they just the contract extension that they just gave him. In that, wherever he goes, he can say he can he can uh, throw a fit or whatever. But at the end of the day, contractually speaking, he's going to be there. Uh, for the four years that he has that extension for now that, that still might stop some teams. You don't want to be, you don't want the first thing that you do in your relationship with the superstar. It, you don't want that to be to trade for him while he definitively, definitively says he didn't want to go to your team. That's, that's a risk in and of itself. But in Portland's eyes, they have a little bit more leverage than New Orleans did when they were trying to move Anthony Davis. In, if for New Orleans, they didn't have very much—they they had zero leverage, basically, by the end of it, where it was like, it, <laughs> we, could Boston, could you maybe include Jason Tatum? New York, could you maybe find a, an asset that rivals what the Lakers can offer? Uh, by the end of that thing, and now even still, the Lakers wound up giving up a ton for Anthony Davis, and and in you know at the time, and I still kind of feel this way, they gave up a little too much for given the circumstances because of the amount of leverage they had over New Orleans. But regardless, it's a whole different shindig that we could that we could spend hours and hours and hours debating over. But in this case with Damian Lillard, the fact that he is under contract for as long as he is after this season. That makes it a little bit more tricky for whatever team is hoping to get uh, Lillard at a at a lower price because well some other team might push all of their chips in and just say screw it, we'll see if we can convince Damian Lillard to be happy in this organization. Bit of smaller news that dropped uh, over the weekend, especially compared to some of the rumors that are swirling around the NBA right now, is that Philip Anschutz uh, sold or reportedly agreed to sell his 27% ownership stake in the Lakers uh, to some Dodgers co-owners, uh, Mark Walter and Ted Boley. Uh, and And we'll see what that means for the organization moving forward. It's still very early in the process that that we're still at the reportedly phase. There isn't anything official, any official announcement quite yet from either side. But if you're a Laker fan living in L.A. and you're a Dodgers fan living in L.A., one of the more annoying things over the last few years has been how difficult it's been to watch Dodgers games. And if that partnership between the Lakers and the Dodgers becomes a, a a little more official, Uh, With ownership sharing stake in both teams, the hope is that maybe there can be a little bit more pressure applied to Spectrum and to DirecTV to get Dodgers games on more TVs throughout the Southland. We'll see if that actually is how this plays out, but this is at least a glimmer of hope that didn't exist before this weekend. Jason Kidd is heading to Dallas. We got over that all (laughs) basically all of the last few weeks. I was... Something that was developing seemingly every day, but he is now a the head coach of the Dallas Mavericks and has started recruiting. And where he is starting to recruit reportedly might be within the Lakers organization itself. Uh, we don't have any names as far as who he might start with, who uh, he might who might actually stand to benefit from leaving the Lakers bench and going to Dallas for a potential uh, promotion. But this is something that everybody probably should have seen coming. And not only will the Lakers have to replace Kidd on their staff, but I would probably venture a guess as to uh, that, that they'll probably have to replace one or two other assistants who might have been a little bit lower on the totem pole uh, and, and might have an opportunity to move a little bit further up the bench by way of heading to Dallas with Kidd. If that is the case, we are going to have that covered along with everything else. The Lakers have uh, mock, draft, mock draft season is upon us. We're going to have a really fun interview uh, with Mirren Fader later today. I'm going to talk to her about Giannis and, and about the entire dynamic and writing the book. And obviously, she wrote a great article on Andre Drummond that will probably come up as well. So that'll be later on my show, The Anthony Irwin Show already on the feed right now uh the can you dig it guys are uh they discussed the damian lillard situation in a little bit more depth and the chances that the lakers have at actually landing him so you guys are to you guys are going to want to check that out as well until tomorrow have a great rest of your day make somebody else's and i'll talk to you then